ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. It's wonderful to have you here sitting at the Ramble table. We've got a full complement of the beauties. My name's Marcus Speller, Jim Campbell's to my left. Hello. Luke Moore's opposite me. All right. Pete Donaldson's to my right. Who's playing footsie with me on the Ramble table? It's not me. Okay. Are you hoping it was then. me? Are you, <laughs> are you touching your own foot with your other foot? Maybe. It could be the table leg. Uh-huh. One of my feet is very um, dulled. He's trying to make all the rest of us jealous. Something <laughs> that we didn't mention on, on last or last time round, on, on the Football Ramble, of course, was that Leicester have won the league! Jamie Vardy actually had a party. Jamie he Vardy did, was did. having a party yeah. when they won the league. I mean, Brilliant. You've, all, you've all seen these scenes, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't uh, talk about it on Monday because we recorded before the Spurs and Chelsea fight at yeah. the bridge. Uh, I yeah, think it was, it was a football f- match, was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely unreal. The biggest <laughs> battle of Stamford Bridge since King Harold yeah. in the 11, was, late 11th century. Is that right? There was yeah. something about that match that made me more excited than the actual Leicester winning the league. I thought it, it, was, it was a mess. It was one of the best games of the melee. In, in <laughs> terms of sheer entertainment, yeah, oh yeah. I was chatting to uh, to none other than, than the man Lord Ramble about this. It really <laughs> made me nostalgic for those Arsenal May United rivalries back in the yeah, day. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's what the Premier League used to sort of be a bit known for yeah. kicks, like, yeah. a lot of kicks. Yeah. But the, the, the way it panned out, Chelsea very clearly wanted to stop winning Tottenham winning the league, as they stated. The fans clearly wanted that with them, you know, holding the ball when it went out of play and yeah. stuff like that. All, all those little <laughs> things, the way they celebrated when Hazard scored, and you would think. In that set of circumstances, it would be the Chelsea players that were sort of kicking the Tottenham players all over the place. It was the other way round, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, it was, it was so weird. It was excellent in all, in all departments, in my opinion. I like, very much enjoyed it. It was like Pochettino. Uh, he, he gave the signal, unleash hell. My signal. <laughs> yeah, when he went onto the pitch, yeah. that, that was it, wasn't it? That well, sort of all of their heads went. It was like they were given permission to right. let the heads go. Well, I said this a number of months ago about Tottenham fans when they were getting a little bit giddy about being uh, you know, up at the top of the table and whatnot. And I said, you know, it's like when you're on a plane, look at the air stewards and stewardesses and and, and take their cue because if they're calm, then you know everything's fine. Mm. Keep looking at Pochettino. Mm. Well... You saw the moment <laughs> yeah. when yeah. it all went well, wrong. Well, the game plan seemed to be, let's enrage Diego Costa to a point where he gets himself sent off. But instead, the sending offs w- were very much going to happen on Spurs' side. They what? just yeah. lost their minds. Eric Dyer again was the... lucky not to get sent off. Oh, because, I mean, that was ridiculous how Clattenburg didn't pull that I, back. I think he off. forgot. I think it was it was moving so par- fast as a game, and it was one of those decisions where the advantage was played, and rightly so. And he thought, oh, "I'm going to go back and do that," and he forgot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then Ballet's eye gouge as well. He's got yeah. has he's been punished for that. That's hasn't not been it? forgotten, has it? No, Lamella <laughs> stepping on Fabregas's hand as well. To be fair, I'm not sure that was deliberate. Uh, come um, on, Fabregas, get out, Jim. Fabregas acted like. Eric Lamella had, had butchered his family. Yes. Yeah, he was pointing at it like like it was some sort, it was some sort of like lost finger. Even if there was like a mark on there, look at the mark. Yeah. Look at the shape of how many steps he takes before he stands on it. He clearly went <laughs> right one, two, three. There we go. Got oh, it. And it, and it, it was almost the most accurate thing he'd done all it was, night. It was almost like a it was almost like a no look pass. Yeah, <laughs> no look stamp, yeah. no look foul. Yeah. <laughs> If I miss, no one's going to notice. But if I do it, it's going to be brilliant. But the mad thing is, if they did get a late winner, they'd just be without half their team yeah. for the run-ins where they had to win everything. It's just a, a crazy reaction. But I mean, uh, and, and but to, to counter that a little bit, is there not a element of, of, of being fair and saying actually we we do laugh at Spurs or we have laughed at Spurs in the past of being quite uh, sort of as people have said of being quite meek, yeah, not feisty. And then, no, but yeah. is, 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 is there nothing? It's not really that awful. Yeah, but that. to be honest, completely misguided and misplaced, though. Surely, well, I, I, would, I would I would say that because they're a fairly inexperienced team, it's like almost like a mis a misappropriation of their aggression. But I mean, mm, at least yeah. the aggression was there. Well, I, I tell you a what, lot of Spurs fans probably would have been fairly happy I, to see that. I was right. <laughs> if I was a Spurs fan, a part of me would think it's a shame that the, the team were two 0 up 
And actually, from there, Spurs should have said, let's calm it down now. Let's, yeah. let's not give the crowd anything to shout about. Let's let's do a very professional job. Easier yeah. said than done, of course, because Chelsea do have players that can hurt you mm. physically. Costa's as well the as... last player yeah. on the planet, but genuinely I on the planet, that you want on the field in that situation. Absolutely. Mm. So 2-0 up, you're cruising. Sure. Just, just, just calm it down and just play the rest of the game out. And of course, it didn't pan out like that. So I would have been a bit, oh, that's a bit of a shame. But when it all sort of started to kick off, if I was a Spurs fan watching that apart, maybe a little, my more malevolent side would have gone, yeah, you're damn right. Yeah. Well, and as, so they're, and, showing they, they're showing that they're a young side and they're showing they won't be bullied and, and they'll be better. Yeah. This experience they've, they've been through, they'll be a much better stead for it next season. And yeah. you would think next season, if you were trying to predict the league uh, title winner, which is just seems a redundant thing these yeah. days, doesn't it now? Yeah. Uh, you would say Spurs would have a better chance yeah, to yeah. win it than, than, than perhaps Leicester. Well, but then, absolutely. But then we would. thought this season Leicester yeah. didn't have a chance, well, did we, Jim? But... Leicester for the Champions League, Jim. <laughs> yes. But the, yeah. the difference is, I mean, uh, Tottenham, I, I agree with you, I think they have to be considered as a serious contender for next season because what's happened to them is kind of similar to what happened to Liverpool a couple of seasons ago which you could argue that you know they're still feeling the effects of Tottenham I don't think they're going to fall away I think this is going to make them hungrier I think they are going to learn from this Spurs also but the thing the difference between that is Spurs Spurs had Europe to deal with this season as well and they still managed to sort of do fairly well go fairly deep in that competition and they're unlikely to lose a big player as Liverpool did with Suarez as you just said Marcus yeah but Leicester Leicester have won it they're playing Everton at home we've got to give credit to Leicester we've got to give credit to Leicester where, where to start I really enjoyed that that camera in Jamie Vardy's oh, living room. That was great. If someone had said to me at the beginning of the season, would you like at some point to have a camera in Jamie Vardy's living room? I probably would have said no. That's right. But I enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed... Uh, no other rooms in the house. Danny Drinkwater making it abundantly clear that he was delighted with his decision to be suspended for the Everton game. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got a way about going to bed tonight. I, do what I, want. I love there was that video that came out of them just dragging Wes Morgan around the floor. They just just yeah. like kids, just kids have had too much sugar. They don't know what to do with themselves. Absolutely giddy, just doing daft things like that. And it was one, just just brilliant. I'd, li- I'd like a I'd like a bet three six five odds on uh, Danny Drinkwater turning up to the Everton game in the same clothes mm. as in that video. <laughs> <laughs> I think this must be fairly fairly short price. Yeah. I, uh, I, I what was abundantly clear. Uh, I mean, as if it hasn't been already this season by simply observing them on the field of play. But what became, you know, yet more confirmation is how much of a team spirit they have at Leicester. And so many of the players were tweeting, I love my teammates and all the rest of it. And even one or two of them who have not featured that much. Mm. Gokhan Inla, what a strange season. Yeah, Mm. but Vasilevsky, uh, I think it is, he was there like jumping around as if he'd won the national lottery. I I don't think he's even eligible for a medal. A few of them might be. Yeah, I, I, but but yet that cohesion, that that team spirit they have is phenomenal. If you I didn't, be, if you I didn't, really I didn't enjoy his shirt, to be fair. No, it, it was terrible. Like the last day of school. It was terrible. You, you had scribbles all over it. Vasilevsky, you're talking yeah. about, yeah. If, uh, didn't Vasilevsky do his f- a fair share of like trying to derail the title bit with that uh, that late <laughs> challenge? <you remember laughs> that? Yeah, against challenge. Arsenal. And I don't think Gokka, how many how many appearances do you need? Appearances, you, just appearances, not starts. I think it's five. In but which case, I, th- I think Inland might just about be eligible. Yeah, but I think Inland's, I think Inland's had five. Don't, isn't it the same thing with the Champions League where you get a certain amount of medals and you just share them out as much as you can? No, it's different. Oh, it right. used to be ten, didn't it? And now it's five. It used to be ten appearances. Special dispensation so. for every single person, including me, who used to work at Leicester City once. Yeah, you deserve a bit. Yeah, I deserve yeah, a medal. They couldn't have done it without you. I don't mention Or Sven. I look at Pete you know, about Leicester City and I think foundations. Foundations. Think, yeah. Yeah. Putting Agri- the pocky foundations in. It Agri- wasn't even the Walker Stadium when you were there. No, no it was Philbert Street. Foundations. Listen, <laughs> thank you, follow, Casey Keller. Thank was, you, Martin O'Neill. It was very close. Thank you, Robbie Savage. Yeah. No, he's, he's not. No, I, I, 
I think we can all agree that Pete's done more for Leicester than Robbie Savage has. <laughs> but if, if you if you follow sort of Dave Brailsford, the, the legendary sort of team principal of like uh, the Great British Cycling Team and Team Sky mm. and stuff like that, he talks about aggregating marginal gains. You do the very little, mm. tiny little things well, yep. and, and it builds up over time. Pete's part of that. Bolly pie, part of that. red foil. There you go. Yeah. Not uh, being sure of the applesauce. Cheese and onion, silver. I yeah. knew them all. Last minute winner. Yeah. If you were set at the same table well, as you, Joe. Marcus, <laughs> on, on bet365.com, if you want to uh, pick a Leicester for relegation next season, 33 to 1. Do you fancy a bit of that? That's poor odds. No, I, 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 I think it's I think it's fair. I mean, clearly there's going to be a drop-off, isn't there? There's going to be a drop-off. So? I think there's going to be a surprising the ch- What if they win the Champions League? That's what I mean. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I said that at the start of the season. Come on. We, we can't enjoy this again, surely. Can we just yeah. enjoy it now? Uh, I, I would go a team that gets out the group stages of... If I was going to predict, a team that gets out the group stages of the um, Champions League but finishes in the bottom half of the table. What if they that played, bad what if they bet, played Atletico... Madrid in the Champions League both sides are just looking at the ball in the centre yeah. circle going well you don't want it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like when Jose Mourinho famously for Inter against Barca said afterwards when they, when they knocked Barca out when yep. they were down to 10 men uh, they beat them 3-1 in the first leg which, which goes unreported by the way they were fantastic in that first leg but in the second leg they went Barca down to 10 men Barca did have men. a bit of a coach journey though they did but but after the second leg when they knocked him mm. out and they had 10 men Jose Mourinho said in the press conference we didn't want the ball yeah. we didn't want it he <laughs> should have thrown it to them afterwards <laughs> yeah I will take it now that was it one of my favourite celebrations in the history of football was when Mourinho ran on a pitch at the new camp. they turned the sprinklers on didn't they, they did. eventually yeah. Yeah. so petty eventually. Yeah, Valdez was trying to pull him back going no 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 and he was like are you mental yeah. are you saying I shouldn't celebrate yeah. this moment because he knew he'd won and then he, he knew said, that was the final and, really. and then he said that um he was pointing out to the the Inter fans in the top right two, up the top, yeah. yeah. That's all right, yeah. It's pointing like all the way it. through eyes. <laughs> what I love about that, Marino, and I've probably said it before on the round, but I'll say it again, damn it, it is our show. Um, when he the final whistle goes in that game, the moment, I'm telling you, you watch it back, the final whistle goes, Mourinho's halfway across the pitch. Yeah. I don't know how he's managed that. <laughs> in, his, in, his, uh, in his loafers, probably, as well. Yeah, yeah. Just works. sliding along. Yeah, pitch is watered. <laughs> but anyway, Leicester Everton. Yes, that's right. Uh, oh, by the way, while we're talking, we should mention Mark Schwarzer, first player to win back-to-back titles for different clubs in the Premier League era. He's not getting a medal, is he? <laughs> he didn't play a single game. No, exactly. Season. He didn't, but either, you're talking about these margins. If Pete's getting a mention... Schwarzer gets a mention. Yeah, I think there's an argument, though. The, the 12th man is really important at any club. If the 12th man is well-fed in a timely fashion, yeah. they're going to be able to make one of those marginal gains, push the team on. Pete's done more. Again, Schwarzer's the 12th man. If you look at the subs bench. I don't see it that way. Well, okay, Mini fine. bag of whispers. He, he's also <laughs> three quid. He's also the oldest player <laughs> to feature in a Premier League winning squad. Uh, uh, obviously won't be given a medal. But Jose Mourinho, this is a nice one. Mourinho did buy a miracular, uh, recular? A replica <laughs> uh, medal in recognition for his efforts in training and, and on the bench and all for Chelsea. But Mourinho has famously given away medals before to the crowd and stuff, he hasn't he? So I'm surprised he didn't just give Schwarzer his one. Let's not forget Schwarzer, is all I'm saying. But anyway, yeah. I, I really want to talk about Leicester playing a game soon after they've uh, won, won the title. <laughs> Been out on the pot. Yeah. Well, because... <laughs> Loads of them um, still in Jamie Vardy's garden right now. Exactly. <laughs> probably, a lot of them probably still there. Um, and in their promotion <laughs> season, um, it was either just after they were promoted or just after they won the league, the championship, they played Brighton and Hove Albion at home, who, to be fair, were on the right side. And they were absolutely... I think it was the first game they'd been beaten in about three months. <laughs> they were 4-0 down with like a minute left. And, and they clearly, clearly yeah, been yeah, out on yeah, the source. Yeah. And Gary Taylor-Fletcher popped in like a last-minute sort of consolation. Did everyone, did everyone go mad when he scored? Yeah. That would have been super. Yeah. Everyone on the pitch. Everyone was sick. So, <laughs> I wonder whether Everton, who of course are a bit unpredictable themselves, 
but I wonder whether Everton uh, might, might have something to say about this I, game. I think that happened to Manchester United when they won, was it the first Premier League title, when they were all round, I don't know, Steve Bruce's house or Pallister's or something like that. And then they played, might have been the next day or quite soon after, and it was a bit of a lacklustre performance, but I think it was a Brucey free kick was on it? the edge of the box that won it. Yeah, no. But that, I think Alex Ferguson, he hadn't sanctioned it, but he'd realised what was going on. He was like, uh, But that yeah. generation was very much... The, uh, Look, I got to get into it. I got to stop at three paints. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, was, it was the last one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, I think there's a there's an argument that you know this is going to be Leicester's last home match of the season. The crowd have been amazing, helped yeah. on by you know noble vendors like yourself, yeah. Pete. <laughs> noble um, vendor. I like, and, I like that. And um, they're, they're going to want to put on a display, you know, surely. So I, I think you know Everton are the ideal opposition. They could be you know pliable. Aston Villa yeah, Two well, words yeah for right. Aston Villa, Aston Villa. local rivals as well yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leicester got such a boost from turning over Villa they won the league yeah, let's I take know. a moment to think about that <laughs> they, did, they, they, they drew at Aston Villa Leicester did they beat, and they only beat them 3-2 at, at Leicester yeah um, but they, Villa, were, they were down they? Villa were 2-0 up yeah that's and, what I mean. uh, and Nathan Dyer popped in with the bravest goal of the season yeah he- header um, piled in for a header and got knocked almost you know he's looking out of his ear hole afterwards <laughs> he, he's had a success it was in the last minute as well that he's had a successful sideways move hasn't he yeah Fair to say. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I yeah. would agree. Man. Oh, I've got to sit out the Swansea game, bothered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's that's what what is uh, going through my head. I think that, I think they might have it. Well, like, Everton could do Everton could do with some points uh, to end the season strongly and get a top half finish. I mean, they can still realistically finish as low as fifteenth. Let's be realistic. Roberto Martinez specifically could do with three points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he could do. I'm not I don't sure the players they're... really care. They're yeah. not going to help him in the long run. No, probably not. He's toast. Mm. Yeah. There we are. Uh, elsewhere in the Premier League, a big one, Manchester City versus Arsenal. Man City will be hurting after going out of the Champions League, of course. And Pep Guardiola, their soon-to-be new manager, he didn't make the final either. Mm. So this is their final, A Jim. few more days to recover for Man City, though, because obviously they had their European exertions. A few so, more days for Arsenal to recover. For Man City to recover, because they played in the week, didn't they? Oh, yeah. This, but, is, on, this is on Sunday. It's a late Sunday kickoff. Right, I see, yeah. yeah they, they, were, they were essentially stitched, as we said last week, they were essentially stitched up with the scheduling for the week before anyway. Mm. But, mm. but that, that's no excuse for Yaya Torres' non-performance. Oh, my God. <laughs> for a 32-year-old Yaya Torres' performance. That, that was unbelievable. Genuinely, at times, it, yeah. it was effectively the same as City having 10 men. Well, I mean, he's just t- wasn't closing. He's now, I know he's thirty-two, but it's just just closing down <laughs> no one, just yeah. making absolutely just you know arbitrary like pretend attempts to to shield the ball and yeah. and, and to go in for it. Was, it was disgraceful. I tell you what, I've had a stadium tour of the Bernabeu and I've shuffled around that place quicker than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you were, you were, you had a guide. <laughs> yeah, you didn't actually, but I take the point. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, that he we talked about this previously in the season. He, he is he is prone to this, and clearly he's down tools um, because he knows he's not going to be there next season. He he essentially moved before he was pushed by Gallo, didn't he? And um, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it was clear to everyone that Gallo wasn't going to fancy him, and, and I think he probably would have lasted between five and ten minutes of pre-season. But yeah, so I'm not sure if Yaya Torre is going to be selected for the game against Arsenal. But, uh, <laughs> I mid- hope so. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, maybe mid- he was resting <laughs> himself for it. Midweek he was. Uh, yeah, it, I, I I do think he he's clearly down tools. He sort of jumped before he was pushed on the Guardiola thing. He knew he'd last between five and ten minutes of preseason with Guardiola coming in, yeah. um, but it was a very odd time to just completely down tools. I know yeah. he's done it; he's done it on occasion this season. But the reputation, to my knowledge, he's had is like, he, oh, he's up for the big games, but he's not necessarily up for the other games. It doesn't get bigger than this. I mean, no. it's the biggest game in Man City's history, and he's decided yeah. not to bother. And the way he was watching players go past him, we talked about this a little bit in the past. We talked about it in the context of the Southampton game the weekend before, with all the players, with mean, Collar off particularly doing that. They've got a bit about that Man City under yeah. pedigree. They really. Yeah, he, well, you Arsenal know what? are going to look 
favourably at this, Jim, because Arsenal need to win that game, really. Yeah, absolutely. I we, mean, oh, well, they need to. I mean, they look like they're going to finish in the in the top four now. Well, still, though, you want to finish as high as you possibly yeah. can, can't and, you? Because uh, the Champions League is getting... The, the playoff yeah. games are harder now. And the way Spurs finished, I mean, there's still that little possibility Yeah, of I don't think second. Spurs are going to drop enough points, even if oh, okay. Arsenal do win both okay. games. But you, you, you don't know, do you? But, true um, enough, true but, enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, if you want to uh, put in uh, Yaya Torre as an anytime scorer <laughs> with Bet365, if you he's uh, 11 to 5, so if you put in 10, uh, you get £32, uh, including your stick. So that's not too shoddy no. for a man who can't walk. Do you know what? Do you know what Torre reminds me of? He reminds me of me when I've got a builder in the house. Mm. I'm just sort of, I'm trying to look useful. You know I mean, I'm trying to look like I know what I'm doing. I'm leaning on stuff yeah. I wouldn't yeah. normally lean I'm on, but fundamentally, I am useless in the situation. All you've got in your armour is offering a cup of tea. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, I know you're still a bit tongue in cheek, Pete, but I mean, Torre, if, if Man City have found themselves 3 0 down against Arsenal at home this weekend, Torre could pop up with a last minute consolation. A yeah. Gary Taylor Fletcher. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Uh, more Premier League previewing after this. Man U, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, no more. Move over, fellas. There's a new big four. Oh, Marcus, quickly, before you go into the next part of the yes. show, um, we should probably mention that we have a compilation mm. of uh, mm. two of our live shows we did recently back in April uh, from the live live stuff at Newcastle, London. Um, they're available to be downloaded from iTunes and thefootballramble.com. Uh, lots of fun. Um, so if you weren't able to get a ticket, you can download it now and, and listen to it. Listen to what you missed out on. Mm. You, can have, you can have a listen to Pete's Bucket Story. Yeah. Yep. Choose Your Adventure with Kevin Keegan. There's lots of stuff yeah, in there. There's stuff that nearly incriminates you. We even yeah. experimented with a suggestion box. Went yeah. very well. Yes. <laughs> we went, very to, well. went to our spiritual home of Newcastle. Yeah. It was your homecoming, wasn't it, Pete? <laughs> it, well, I'm not Hartley from Newcastle. Yeah. Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, get it at thefootballrumble.com and iTunes under the albums section. Mm. Welcome back to the Football Rumble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Let's turn our attention to the rally battle. The relegation battle. Uh-oh. Sunderland are playing those big it, nasty Give it boys. some welly when you might get relly. How's that? <laughs> Sunderland are playing the big nasty bunch from Chelsea. Yeah. Mm. Diego Costa, he'll hopefully avoid getting a poke in the eye during this one. Um, big Sam was popping up again in the press conference this week. Could wasn't be he? Sam poking him. He, it could be. He, he said um, he was. He thought it was unbelievable, and he, he basically had to weigh in on the, on, the, on the, as as we've now called it the Battle of Stamford Bridge. I don't really know what his anger was this time around. Though maybe he's trying to get Chelsea to be less. That he wasn't involved. No, but I think he's probably trying to get Chelsea to be less aggressive, so it's easier for Sunderland to play them. Well, he's hoping that they'll be punch drunk after that. I mean, or, or punched out rather. Um, Chelsea, along with Spurs, have been given. Uh, three FA charges for failing to control their, their players. Oh, and we forgot to mention Spurs, the first team in Premier League history to pick up nine yellow cards Good in effort. a single game. Mm. So big effort. Silver lining. Shame yeah. they didn't go for the tenth. Should have been. Dyer. Should have been a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I've got an interesting stat out of this game. Yes. Um, Sunderland actually don't have that bad a record against Chelsea at home in the league. Um, the last time they beat them was only 16 years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> But the, the, to be fair to Sunderland, do you remember when they went on that run of beating Man City at home 1 0, like three seasons in a row? When City were actually really good yeah. as well. Is that, sorry, was that at home or in all? That no, was it was at home, home yeah, because they beat them at the Stafford Bridge 3 0. And that was a Kevin Phillips cracker, was that the one? Danny oh, Welbeck also scored for them, didn't he? At Stamford Bridge. Oh, he might well. Does, does, it sound, does it sound a little bit like. Um, 4 1, I think. Like uh, Sam, is, uh, Sam is having a little bit of a wobble. It sounds like, like it? emotionally, he seems to. He's almost doing a Keegan. He's approaching Keegan S territory. He's trying to get a little bit. He's trying to get a reaction out of his players. He's trying to get a reaction out of other people's players, and he just looks like a kind of petulant. He's trying to find any advantages sausage, he can yeah. because he can see Newcastle's performance. But it, it, that having means increased. it looks—he looks worried, though. You yeah. know, like which you never usually kind of. 
I agree with that. I, I, I thought that earlier in the week, and and um, I so I agree with you, Pete. And the thing is, Big Sam's reputation. I mean, the thing, the job he did with West Ham was good. I mean, I know he was controversial, but he did a fairly good job. I mean, they've won one in their last nine Premier League games. A mm. really key point of the mm. season. His reputation's very much on the line here. Well, so that's probably why he's feeling a bit of pressure. Well, uh, ten pound on uh, on bet three six five on Sunderland to win at home against the uh, Almighty Chelsea. Less Almighty this year, you'd imagine. Uh, Nineteen to ten. So uh, ten pounds uh, on that puts you. Uh, uh, puts you in the £29 bracket with your stake included. So That's there right. we go. Well, they've only won four times at home this season in the league, something. Yeah, yeah also record. Chelsea, they're, they're at a point. It's, it's an argument some of those players are putting themselves in the shop window about now. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them know they're probably not going to well, stay. No, but they're thinking uh, Conte's coming and these are maybe the last few games to impress him. There's, there's yeah. a number of reasons there that Chelsea players are, are still performing well, if not for their own pride and for the fans. Let's not forget uh, mm. those kind of elements. They weren't doing at the start of the season. Uh, <laughs> Aston Villa are playing Newcastle and this is why Allardyce is getting a little bit worried. Newcastle mm. are already mm. ahead uh, of, of, of Sunderland and they are playing Aston Villa a game in which they should win and if they win that, like we said, they've got a real chance. If, if, if Newcastle can go into the Spurs game in the, on the last day, I, I would even I would even maybe go as far to say if Newcastle, if, you, if they win that, they're, you know, they're guaranteed to start. They need to win. With the, the way Spurs are, uh, possibly by the time on the last day comes on, they, they might have had second place, second place wrapped up. I think Newcastle might take that. You know? it's, it, it's all about Sunderland, though, isn't it? What, what it they, is. what they yeah. get up to. I but, think I can see Newcastle getting four points, but I can also see Sunderland out of their three remaining fixtures also getting five points. So well, true, but, but points, that's but, still a big ask. It, I, I, we agree. We've all, we've all. If said, everyone wins, oh. if all those teams win all their games, Palace could be relegated. <laughs> yeah. it, could, it could still happen. I know. Imagine happen. if Allardyce's attempt to undermine Newcastle with the old Allardyce wobble which none of us realistically want to see yeah. um, actually have the weird effect of riling Pardew so much that, <laughs> that Palace go down well I think, I think it, it was him that rose to it wasn't it, it was yeah, I, that, well I think I think with uh, Allardyce and I agree with you that he does seem to be having a little bit of a wobble and he's still a, a little bit worried of course is because of Newcastle's improved performances you would have thought now Newcastle would go to Villa and, and, and win even though yeah. Villa are playing you know with, without all that horrible pressure on them thanks to <laughs> Jolene yeah. Lesquart yeah, which, is, which has basically made zero difference because they've conceded seven goals in the last two games. Well, they nearly got something out of Watford. If, if Aston Villa lose this, they would set a club record for consecutive, uh, consecutive league defeats. And you know what? I, I feel like they actually owe their fans that. I feel like <laughs> they owe them concrete so proof that this out. is the worst team yeah. they've ever had. Give them something. Well, yeah. Newcastle have fairly short odds away at Aston Villa, who, who have picked up a little bit now they've been relegated. Uh, Temp on Newcastle gives you £15.71 with your stake included on bet365.com. So, I mean, you said they've picked up a little bit I mean I just really want to put that to bed if I, if I may yeah. uh, they've, they've, they've conceded 72 goals, goals this season they've and lost 26 some, games they've scored some goals in the last few yeah, matches but, uh, which they haven't but, done but, historically but most importantly always fewer than their opposition <laughs> <laughs> And, and so, unfortunately, that that still registers as a, as a, as a, as a well, notch in the loss column. Would, if, I'm, if I'm a Villa fan, I'm looking at my home odds for a home fixture, nine to two to win. Yeah, it's, it's, big, it's, it's a big, you know, it's a big price. It's a big well, price. But if you're a Villa fan, you're not leaving the house. So no, it's <laughs> That's true. But the point I'm making is that Allardyce is now worried about Newcastle clearly, and if Newcastle win that game, they've they've got a chance. And yes, we, and we're all agreed that we we think Sunderland will pick up some points, and they're in the driving games. seat. I don't know why Sam's doing this. Well, because he's a little bit worried, and he because it's all very well for us to say, "Oh, well, they should get a point there, and they, they should win three points there." They're in the situation that they're in. It's no, it's not a home banker, is it? It's not a, a given that oh, well, Sunderland will surely pick up points. There's a big chance that they may not. Mm. 
He's been on the phone to Ferguson, hasn't he? Yeah. So give us give us some mind games. What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> well, can I can I purchase one mind game, please? <laughs> but let's not forget. Paper? Let's not forget Norwich. They're at home to Manchester United. I think most people have forgotten about Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only chance of Man United losing this game if they literally forget they have an opposition. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, uh, and I know I always Pete thinks I'm winding them up on this, but I'm not. He says Sunderland are in the driving seat. They're not. They're well, in the relegation zone. They're, they're one point the, behind. They're in the driving seat, uh, defeating Newcastle to to stay who, in the Premier League. They got they've got Everton. They've got what, Watford, haven't Watford. they? Mm. And they've got um, Chelsea. Not that easy. No. Yeah, but they still got that game in hand, though, haven't they? And we'll know a lot more. That's against uh, Everton, I think. Isn't yeah, it? but if the, if that game in hand came on Wednesday and not next Wednesday, I think. I'd be a lot clearer. Obviously, I'd be a lot clearer. Yeah. I'd be a lot happier about Newcastle's chances. But is it, is it fairer to say that in the northeast, when it comes to football, nobody, nobody is wins. driving? <laughs> <laughs> no one's driving. A, yeah, certainly not. You look at the like women in empty. Saudi Arabia. No one's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, right, what we got now? Should we uh, Harry Redknapp update? Oh, yeah, I like yes, this. Please. This is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Last week we, we'd heard that he'd been given a lovely old job at uh, the Central Coast Mariners, and uh, he, he said uh, recently that uh, he won't be visiting Australia. No, that's obviously where the job Can't take a helicopter is. There. He said, "No, no, I won't be going. It's a long way. It's thirty odd hours on a plane." Yeah, I we know. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> I came home the other week, and it took me a week to recover. Where where had he been? Yeah. Um, it's a long way, but it's a fantastic country when you get there. Just remember the PR yeah. in the back of his mind as he finished. Is he retired or not? I don't know. But Renab also called the Central Coast Mariners the South Coast Mariners, and their chief exec, Mike Charlesworth, he'd be very disappointed because he said earlier than that Redknapp quote, just like Peter's story, Harry will be visiting the coast on at least two occasions during the season and hopefully more during the off-season, and I think this is great news. Well, it, it, it isn't. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a misunderstanding, isn't it? Clearly. The guy's just gone, you, you're going to come to the coast? You're going to go visit? the coast oh yeah yeah be all the time be there all the time on, I live on a coast his home yeah. <laughs> so to be fair to Harry Redknapp he is quite old now you wouldn't fancy uh, travelling back and forth to Australia no, you would, would you, no, you, you wouldn't. No. the thing is I, just funny I, though, I, isn't it? in the that situation is, I wouldn't take a job there no exactly I was about to say the problem is he's so desperate for a pound note that he'll do anything <laughs> And so, well, that's an Aussie he, dollar. He should, he should at least, you know, if he's going to do it, he should go there. But the problem is, he's taken on the Jordan thing, the Derby thing. It's, it, they're not geographically sort of. I mean, they sort of have to be mutually exclusive, don't they? That's the problem. It just, it really smacks of an old man who's discovered Skype, doesn't it? <laughs> Jamie's shown him Skype. He's like, oh, yeah. this is brilliant. I yeah. can't believe it. It's like we're living in the future. Oh. He thinks he can do anything from his living room. And to be fair to him, maybe he can. Maybe he can. Serial to sort him out, though. Uh, what about our bet of the week? All right, so the bet of the week, we're going to go for the, uh, well, the big Leicester-Everton match. Yes. The Leicester match. It's, uh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on, uh, our bet got? of the week, we're going to go for a double-chance bet uh, at 10 to 11, uh, Everton win or Everton to draw. So we think, you know... Yeah. Myself, Marcus, Luke, we all think that uh, Leicester might... Jim doesn't like it. ...have a day off. It's not that I don't like it. I just, I just <laughs> you know... I'm, you think Leicester will put a show I, I on? I think Leicester will put a show on. But you've been out for I be wrong. I've one. been wrong before. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what will happen again? Fifty You're pounds. Running. Fifty pounds on that will give you uh, ninety-five pounds forty-five with your stake included with bet365.com. You have to be over the age of eighteen to bet. Odds are subject to change. Please gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, gambleaware.co.uk. Hang on, we didn't get to do the with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. By the way, oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah, I've yeah, done, yeah, done this for a while. You know, no, it's fair enough. Yeah, oh, I want to do the shout out to the website, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, 
Uh, we did the website. I just said it. You sound genuinely disappointed. Ruined my yeah. afternoon. <laughs> sound broken. You could have got involved. Do we have any emails? Yeah, quick email before we go. I'll squeeze one in. This one's from Michael Park. It's a Tony Macaroni Stadium update. <laughs> ah. Can't let that sort of stuff I slide. That no. stadium is. God, um, no. It is Livingston's uh, oh, of stadium. Is, yeah, yeah. Up, up north of the border. The new um, he says, Michael Park says, Hi guys, since you were talking about Livingston's Tony Macaroni Arena on last week's show, I thought I'd get in touch. Uh, Tony Macaroni's is a middling Italian restaurant chain and is where I had the worst macaroni cheese of my life. Oh, I mean, that's <laughs> in your name. You've got to get yeah, that right. If you've got one signature dish, that's make your it staple. That. That's your staple. Um, that aside, there are a few crap stadium sponsorship deals doing the rounds in the Scottish lower leagues, and I thought I'd tell you about them. Um, <laughs> okay. this, is, this is what we're all about. Aloha Athletic play at the Indo Drill Stadium. Mm-hmm. They're a Singaporean drilling company with seemingly no connection to the town. <laughs> do, they own the, do they own the drills or do they do the drilling? Not sure. Confusing. Michael, can you, Michael, can you let us know? That's well, specialisation for Were me. they drilling and they popped up in Aloha? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, Dumbarton play at the Cheaper Insurance Direct Stadium, uh, which is fairly poor. And uh, he's got a few here, but I'll, I'll just round off with this one. St Mirren have renamed their stadium the Paisley 2021 Stadium to support their City of Culture bid, which for anyone who's been to Paisley is a massive long shot <laughs> oh, the, the buddies he Liverpool won it he says love the show keep up the good work you lovely little sloths talking to you Marcus you mm. melt I know, Michael plural, Park. Not singular. Michael Park thanks Michael <laughs> that's, all that's all we got that's all we got that's all we got and Arsenal they play at the Emirates Stadium they do mm. well known uh, where, where do your team play again they, they, <laughs> coward they play <laughs> the, the cowardly sloth stadium they play at the Tony Macaroni Arena they do and yeah. they play, when they're away they play at Tyne Castle when they're at home <laughs> <laughs> now then, uh, that's, all, that's all we've got time for. It's been lovely talking to you, ladies and gentlemen, as always. Uh, we'll be back at the start of the week, of course, with, with the Football Ramble. But until then, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Goodbye. You mugs. Goodbye.